1: Download the Anchor app
0: or go to Anchor.fm to get started. So easy, Paul can do it.
1: y'all let's double check yeah we got live we got recording going on yes (laughs) yes i didn't mess it up today welcome to bass and bruise fishing podcast glad to have everybody here we got a great guest on you on here for you today um i want to start off the show by saying hook set hoodlums check them out we're talking about them every episode great gear great apparel We just added a bunch of new promotional staff members. Go check them out on the Instagram. Follow them. It's just an awesome, awesome group of folks and with some great apparel. Today, with my Happy New Year uh, tiara, I have my my Certified wrecker hat on, and uh, so here we are. Welcome to Bass and Brews, your weekly distraction from quality podcast. And I say that without having to read it, and being contradictory to Alex because we actually we we have today a real podcaster on with us. <laughs> we got Cam Steele from Faith and Fishing Podcast. He is a uh local North Carolina guy to me. We fished together uh once before and uh, we've interacted, but yeah, so nice to have another local guy here on here. <clears throat> so Cam, how you tonight, buddy?
0: Uh, i am i can't complain any more than usual man i am uh glad to be here thanks for having me, man.
1: oh no problem we're glad to have you here so how how were the holidays and your new year's y'all doing things fun exciting did you have anything crazy that that happened that that we would we would probably laugh at
0: <laughs> so we have a ten month old uh so we uh we didn't stay up for new year's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh we got some sleep where we could uh our neighborhood sounds like a war zone every time there's firework <laughs> holidays. So <laughs> we we spent the night uh trying to comfort the dogs and and hope <laughs> hope and pray that it didn't wake the baby up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the South during the fourth of July, <clears throat> during New Year's, and usually three to fifteen random nights out of the year that we just have fireworks going off, and uh, it's a good time. It's a good time for sure. I live in a golf course neighborhood we are, I, of course I was asleep before anybody in my house too, but I didn't, I didn't hear anything this year. So I don't know, man, you know, we, I, I think I've, I've rung in like two new years in the last 20 years. I just can't <laughs> do it. I just, it's not, I hear it's not that. fun.
0: <laughs> I hear that.
1: You're All right, man. Well, look, so you know how it rolls. I know you listen to the podcast. We're going to introduce our beverage of choice tonight, and I know you brought one, so tell us what you got.
0: Well, I have one that is local to here in Raleigh. I don't know if you are familiar with Trophy Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, so this is the Time of Troubles. So it's a single hop IPA. Um, so got to give a uh, – anytime I get a chance to give Trophy some love, i got to do it. So they, uh, they treat us well uh, long before I developed a taste for beer. Um, my wife, that was her, her beer of choice. And, uh, they, uh, they got a, such a relationship with her. They provided the beer for our wedding as our wedding gifts. So oh, always got to give uh trophy, <laughs> <laughs> trophy brewing their, uh, their flagship beer is the trophy wife and they have the, the trophy husband and. Uh, that's what they provided for our wedding. So,
1: <laughs> that is absolutely awesome, man. I've had Heck that yeah. beer a couple times here and there. It was good. It's not one I partake of <clears throat> um, all the time. Of course, I don't drink a lot of beer anyway. But, but side note, what what's the ABVs on that? Because y'all know I love I love my ABVs.
0: It is six
1: point three. Oh, nice. That's a good. That's a good all day drinking beer. Little twelve yeah. pack if you yeah. want to go that route. Well look, I, I've got to lose some weight, y'all. I done got fat as hell. I, I mean, we'll talk about this at a different time, but I done gained some weight and and beer be messing my tummy up and stuff every day. So I'm just today going I'm going with a white claw surge, eight percent ABV. This one here is the blood orange, and I got another cranberry in the fridge. And y'all can y'all can pick on me all you want, and you can pick on Wild Bill all you want. But he's skinny and I want to be skinny, so <laughs> there we go with that. You ready to crack these open, go. brother?
0: Absolutely.
1: Three, two, one. All right. Mm, delicious. Cheers. Salute all the good things that we do when we drink beer.
0: Cheers. And um gotta give a shout out to uh, Carolina Waters <laughs> too. There we go. Beer.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's a local local uh apparel Apparel. and fishing store here to us uh they're in greensboro right
0: um somewhere around in there
1: there. yeah somewhere around the triad a little bit farther away west than us so cam tell us just introduce yourself don't get the weeds because we're going to talk about that some more but just introduce us to who you are right now today sitting in front of us
0: right now today um so my name is Cam Steele. I've got the coolest last name in the world. And uh I am the host of the Faith and Fishing podcast. Um I am a I'm an IT and maintenance guy here at the local bookstore. Um, and I am a dad and a husband, and I am living my best life, man.
1: Nice, nice. What you part of it do you really want me to dive cool into? Day. Do what? <laughs>
0: I said, "What part of it do you want me to dive into?" But yeah,
1: (laughs) well, I'll 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 lead you. You dive where I push you.
0: (laughs) That's how I learned (laughs) to swim, man.
1: So you do have a really good name, and I thought about putting my name as Paul Blue Steel, but (laughs) I I I I got run around here because now look. Side note: If y'all see me pass out, it's not because I have been drinking heavily before we started. It's because I do this in my garage. And today we finally hit temperatures in the 20s. And so I had to turn on my propane heater in the unventilated garage. So if you see me pass out, give me about five minutes to wake up from whatever gas poison that might be going on. Anyway, um, look, tell us, I, you know, it's the journey of what brings us to where we are now. And, and from the fishing aspect of that journey, wh- why how did you get to where you are right now in the, in your fishing journey?
0: Man. So, um, so I started out, uh, in the creek behind grandpa's house with a bamboo pole <laughs> with some thread, not braided line, but thread wrapped around the tip. <laughs> um, see, where was this ex- creek? so this is in cliffside, North Carolina, open the mountains. Okay. Um, yeah. so near Lake Lure. Um,
1: Oh yeah, so you're trout fishing? Uh,
0: as my dad likes to say, fishing for whatever bites. Um, so we were <laughs> whatever
1: we gonna eat.
0: Mostly, mostly dace and creek chubs. You know, okay, it was yeah, a small yeah. creek. Um, we were using like size twenty hooks, like small stuff uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. With, with little balls of bread. I'm excited about this podcast, man. I don't get to let my country show as much as I like. <laughs> so, um, well, I am well,
1: around here, even when Alex is here. We, we let our country show out. And it's usually the good thing when Alex is here, he's like, What, what the fuck is going on right now? I have no idea what <laughs> y'all just said. But side yeah, note, Lake uh, Lure, what's Lake Lure famous for?
0: Dirty Dancing.
1: Dirty Dancing was filmed right here in North Carolina, Lake Lure. I went to a wedding at Lake Lure. And let me tell My you, y'all, it a, yeah, it is a beautiful place up there. That's pretty cool. Dirty Dancing. All right. So you fishing in the creek with a cane pole and some yep. of your grandmas and some of your grandma's sewing thread with bowls of bread, catching yep. chubs and other little Creek fish.
0: Yep. And, uh, so just loved it. My dad loved to fish. Um, he would, he would take me fishing and, and like I said, fish for whatever bites, whether that was at the beach or whether it was at a farm pond, I've had to run from bulls to get <laughs> to our pond. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Wait, man.
1: Run from the bull to get to the pond.
0: To get to the pond and then to get back to the truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what happened then? Did you have to get in the pond until the bull left, or did he just give up at some point?
0: So they had a dock, and we could no. get out on the dock, and the and the bull would, would eventually. He wasn't going to get out on the dock, so the right, bull right. would eventually leave us alone. But and we would we would so. Soak crawlers are under bobbers. Um, uh-huh. and eventually my dad trusted me to cast by myself and he would take me bass fishing, um, mm. uh, with a Zebco 33 and a Panther Martin. <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's how I learned to, to bass fish. And eventually I, you know, I got, got out of it. I started chasing music instead. Uh, I play bass and, uh, I'm, uh, better at, excuse me, better as a sound guy than I am as a bassist, But, uh, so I did that. What the hell is the sound guy? I'm the guy behind the soundboard uh, making everybody sound good.
1: Okay. Um, oh, so. so you're the auto-tuner.
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't do that mess.
1: <laughs> well, you just, I, I mean, half the people now sound good because of auto-tune. the you telling me there's a difference in making them sound good and making them sound better?
0: Well, so there's a difference between sounding good and being on key. Um, so auto tune, what it does is it will mechanically make that sound on the right key instead of what I do as a sound guy. You know, I make the sound crisp. I make it to where it's, it's loud enough that it's beaten in your chest, but it doesn't, it's not so loud that you have to yell over it. Um, I am, uh, uh so that, that's how that works. But, uh, eventually, you know, I, I was a youth pastor for a while and, uh, I needed, I was working as a youth pastor um, and working at a retail store and working at an el- elementary school. And <laughs> I, I needed to uh, – <laughs> I needed I needed a break. Yeah. And uh, eventually uh, started getting back into fishing here and there and uh, started watching YouTube and saw this guy Marty Zoffinger out on his kayak, and he could rig his kayak, make it uh, look like something – something you never seen. And he, he had this eight foot lifetime kayak and he was out there standing in it and everything. And I was like, Uh I can do this. So I get a 10 foot sun dolphin journey.
1: Mm -hmm. Got one in the backyard. It's my wife's kayak.
0: And I tell you, man, I'm, I'm not a little dude. I got (laughs) stank that thing multiple times. Come to find out. Marty's offingers about five, five and like 140 pounds. So, I'm over here thinking I can do what he can do. There ain't Uh-oh. no way. Um, <laughs> but eventually, you know, you get hooked. You start upgrading to a new kayak, to a new kayak. And, um, man, I have just dove into it, and I was just completely obsessed. And uh love, love my podcast. I listen to podcasts more than I listen to anything else nowadays. And uh, I was out uh, – <clears throat> uh listening to bass fishing dads and they had chad hoover mm-hmm. up there and he was mm-hmm. uh talking about he mentioned his faith briefly briefly and i had heard other people mention their faith i was like you know that would be a cool podcast to uh, have have uh fishermen come up and talk about their faith and uh and another podcaster or um content creator I can't remember exactly who it was said that if there's content out there that you want to see or hear or, or or experience and you can't find it it's on you to make it
1: mm-hmm. if you don't like it if you don't like it then you can you can make your own so That's I, great thing about the day day and age we live at. back up a little bit because I want to because I want to I want to hear the the fishing part okay of you were fishing with your dad every chance you got at any point where y'all on a boat John no. boat anything like that, so you were a bank angler,
0: yeah and then, we were did, we were on the what, bank
1: what about what year did you say did you see Mark coffinsberger whatever he was that that you went and got to the kayak side
0: Let's see that was 2016
1: 2017 okay and then now you've got you've got a native
0: I'm in a, a perception.
1: Perception. Yeah. Okay.
0: The Pescador Pro twelve uh, yeah. footer.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, so so now you're in a, a good, a more stable kayak. A good kayak tracks good. You know, when we fish this good looking yeah. kayak. So,
0: and if uh, if I could lose some weight, I could probably end up staying up in it. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm a little bit top heavy.
1: <laughs> well, well, see, that's the thing about the Hobie is you it, it holds six hundred pounds. So I could probably be at least 500 pounds and still stand up. At least that's what I believe. I hope I don't ever get to that point. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm not sure this chair I'm sitting in would hold me. But right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so in, in 16, 17, you got into that kayak, and that's your primary mode of fishing now, right?
0: Right. So um, at the time, I was in a really small place uh, called Deep Run, North Carolina, mm. Um and whenever I say small, we can't we didn't count stop, stop lights because we didn't have any. We counted stop signs. <laughs> uh so what's that near? Uh, uh it's just north of uh or I'm sorry, just south of Kinston.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that's country, y'all.
0: Yeah, Look, most yeah. people
1: wouldn't even be able to find Kinston. That's country.
0: Yeah, so what I tell people here in Raleigh is it's halfway between here and the beach. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to Atlantic beach or Morehead city, everyone stops at the new sports center um, or new sports shop. That's uh, that's Kenston. Uh, so we moved and- to Kinston when I was in high school, I grew up okay. in a place called Waxhaw.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Waxhaw
0: yeah. southeast of Charlotte. And whenever mm-hmm. I say, whenever I say um, I grew up in the country, what I mean by that is to comfortably see your next-door neighbor you had to get in your car.
1: <laughs> so so Waxhaw ain't far from where I grew up in South Carolina, a little town called Macbee, South Carolina.
0: Okay. Yeah, and absolutely. So, we we spent a lot of time in South Carolina because that's where we could get the fireworks and cheap <laughs> gas and everything. <laughs>
1: go buy you go go down there and gamble right across the line. Back in the day, they ain't there no more. There's still remnants at certain places, but North Carolina-South Carolina line. When you cross into South Carolina, they had all these gambling houses that you could go play pretty much uh, video poker and stuff. Couldn't do it, but they were they littered the 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 count the state lines. They're not <laughs> some of them. They're not there anymore. But there's some buildings that are still some areas. So that's yeah. cool, man. So obviously, you you got into looking at podcasts and probably got steered towards kayak fishing podcasts and kayak fishing content. And yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You brought up Chad Hoover uh, listening to him on a podcast. So is did. So you wanted to create content based around faith.
0: So wanted to create content is a bit of a, uh, of a stretch. Um, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I felt like, you know, it, this is an idea that I can't find anywhere else. This mm-hmm. is a, a niche that I can fill. So, um, so, uh, I decided to to give it a shot, and I thought about it for a long time, but my wife didn't see any of the of the thinking. To her, just one day, all of a sudden, I looked up at her and said, <laughs> I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, is she, is okay. She
1: like, so, so how much is this going to cost? How much is this <laughs> hobby going to cost?
0: Yeah, so, um, so really, I just uh, – I didn't want to have to leave the house every time I wanted to go do something because my wife is a potter and she spends a lot of time out mm. in the pottery studio. And I wanted something to do while she was doing that, that I didn't have to leave the house to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times she is um, she's out there in the in the evening after dark. And it's like, you know, I didn't didn't want to have to go night fishing every time I wanted to do something. So <laughs> I was like, you yeah, know, this would be a fun hobby to kind of, kind of do. And um, man, Talk about work! <laughs> I was not prepared <laughs> for that.
1: Well, that's um, that's everything. Everybody listens to a podcast, and and here's the caveat of podcast, y'all. Like when Alex does a lot of stuff, and when like all the promotional stuff that that we used to put out that we don't anymore it's because Alex did all of that. Me, on the other hand, like I show up, I make sure I double check nowadays. I hit that record button twice, <laughs> and 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 I put it out there. And I try to create some stuff to, to put it, but it is any any content. It, what you see it is not is it ain't just like that, right? Um, it is a whole different ball game that people don't realize until they get into it, and with, well, that's why the majority of people buy the GoPros and they start recording or they get, you know, a microphone and start doing podcasts. I mean, that's one of the many reasons why they they give up is because it's not, you don't just show up and magically put out a good product. Right. I mean, we put out a shitty product and we still put <laughs> time into it. So, I mean, you know, folks like you and and other people we've had on this show, man, I can't imagine how much time y'all put into it because y'all put professional stuff out.
0: Well, I appreciate that. But yeah, I, so I'm a king of talking myself out of doing something and I didn't <laughs> want to talk myself out of doing this. So uh, as soon as I got the idea and I got up the, the courage to tell my wife I'm doing it, um, I went and uh, so I used to work with a guy who is now a graphic designer. And I said, hey, mm-hmm. I need a logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he's he's the guy who came up with the, the logo that you you see now. It's that one right there Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
1: yeah i got stickers i got stickers and got them on the boat and all all somewhere around here
0: um but but yeah so uh so i was like well now now i've got a logo i gotta follow through with it and uh i was like i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) how how do i do this so i was like well i guess i can record a phone call and so (laughs) that's what i do is i Uh record phone calls and um the uh I, I what I did was I went and I was like, How do I get a hold of people to to get up here? So I started getting on social media and just asking everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting, you know, two people to say yes. Well, I ended up with so many people saying yes that I was like, Well, now I gotta do them every week <laughs> because I can't tell somebody, all right, well, your episode's gonna air in about eight months.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> So what I started was, doing them every week. So what what avenue of the social media did you use to contact these folks?
0: Um, mostly Instagram, um, okay, and then yeah. some of the some of the pros, um, I went to their website and said you know, the one where it's like book a um, like book a book as a speaker or something, mm-hmm. and emailed them that way. Um, but I was I was blown away by the by the people who said yes and
1: people. yeah and so this is interesting right so you know you're starting this podcast from scratch how long ago
0: uh so it was uh i started interviewing people at the end of february in 2020 mm-hmm. and then uh i started uh the the first episode aired april april 14th of 2020
1: Okay. So, so you're coming up on two years of doing this and almost two years of your first episode, Aaron. And, and if y'all go back and listen to this podcast and look at some of the guests he's had on, he has had some, some huge names in the fishing world on the podcast. And, and, and so what's great about our show is a lot of things. One, we're better better than jigs and bigs, giggles <laughs> and bigglesworth. Yeah, those guys, they 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 we started after them. They just want to be us now. But anyway, um, one of the great things is that's we focus on the content creators regardless of how you fish, what you fish, all that is the content creators. And one of the things that we hope to get give, give back or people to get from listening is that you can start this with no experience and you can, especially in fishing, the the potential to reach out to superstars or famous people in the fishing world and have them on your podcast is there. Or, or to just be able to interact and talk with them through social media is there. It's there. And, and you, I mean, y'all seriously, go listen to the podcast. I mean, I listen to every episode he puts out. He's got some big-time folks in there, and it's really cool. And you hear where he started. He he said, I want to do it. He got a logo. He's like, well, now I guess I got to do it. So here <laughs> we roll.
0: That's right. And uh, a lot of times, man, it was um, seeing uh, once I got into it a little bit and started – uh, building relationships with other fishing podcasters, you know, whenever they right. had a big name, I could say, hey, how did you get a hold of that person? Mm-hmm. And then I could follow that same route to get a hold of that person for my show. Um so yeah, it's uh it's been it's been crazy. I I've been I've been completely starstruck. If you go back and listen to the uh episode with Jimmy Houston, I don't I I sound like a bumbling idiot, man. <laughs> I'm like Mr. Houston.
1: Did you call him Mr. Houston?
0: I did not. I did not.
1: Uh, Hey, did you listen to the Ike Live episode where they had Jimmy on? It's been a few months this past summer, and Jimmy didn't like they were done with the interview. And all of a sudden, like 15, 20 minutes later, they hear a dog barking, and everybody's like, "What what What is that? And come to find out, Jimmy had left and didn't hang up. (laughs) <laughs> and so, and so the dog was like they just had background noise. Oh, that's <laughs> Jim, awesome! It's funny. Y'all have to go listen. Just Ike, live Jimmy Houston. I can't remember exactly when it was, but that and, episode was funny. Yeah. So you have a Jimmy. But yeah, I mean that's like let's think of the icons of this sport. He's one of them, right? Um, you know, I mean, when I grew up, and I'm I'm just turned forty, so like Jimmy Houston. Uh, Bill dance. Um, Roland Martin, Martin was on TV fish, fish burn. Like those were, those were, but it was really, it was really Jimmy and Bill were the characters, right? They, the personalities. Right. right. And so to have him on, that's just crazy. I mean, that's, that's. And, and so tell me this then how, because your, your podcast is, is faith based. and, and, and i like how you talk about it being faith-based and how some of the folks you've had on when they describe their faith what it is because i think it's uh people would be surprised when they listen to the podcast about what faith really is so when right. you were looking for guests what what did you have criteria or did you just want folks to come on and talk fishing like how were you how are you starting to dial in on the the folks that you thought would fit your audience.
0: Well, so certain people like Jimmy Houston, um, you know, he wrote a uh, um he wrote a devotional. So it was like that one was a an easy one that would be really awesome to have him on. Sometimes it's just a um uh uh listening to somebody's thank you speech and they thank God and be like well, maybe he he would be interested in this. Sometimes it's just building a relationship with somebody and saying, "I want to have a conversation with this person." I don't know if faith is your thing, but if it is, come on over, um, kind of thing. And, well, I mean,
1: that's kind of how we we've got connected. I mean, we had the lo- local tie, right. uh, the podcast tie, and that's what's brought us to where we are now. Is just that interaction and being able to yep. fish together and and see what that happens.
0: I yeah. uh I went and I was at the I was at the tackle shop and I kept hearing this voice. I was like, <laughs> I know that voice. Where do I know that voice from? And I, I turned around and it's like, he kind of looks familiar. It's like and then how ma- of us
1: have masks on.
0: Right. I, I don't remember what it was you said, but I was
1: like, That's Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when that happened, you know, we spent some time in, in the the tackle shop, y'all, is outhouse tackle. And it's up off uh, Falls Lake. here, in, and yep, It's, it's yep. really the only, in the Raleigh-Durham area, it's the only tackle shop, like, independent tackle shop besides Academy and Cabela's and Bass Pro that I know of around here. And it's, it's it, it, outhouse, that's about what it is. Like, your granddaddy's shop back in the 80, 70s and 80s, this is what it is. <laughs> I mean... It yep. is some old school, but they've got a lot of good stuff in it. It got good Spro stuff, lots of plastics. They work on reels. they just down-home country folks. But to this part of the story, this happens, and we talked, and um, uh, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I got back in the truck, and, and Alex, I was like, dude, you won't believe this shit. I just had somebody hear my voice and was like, <laughs> Paul from Bass and Brews. Like, I was I was like, <laughs> we made it. We made it, Alex. Somebody That's knew awesome. me from my voice. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I went and I um, I I, I texted Armando and I was like, man, you know, won't believe who I just ran into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was that after? I, it was.
0: I, I, I want to say it was wild. a day it aired.
1: Okay. I want to say it yeah. was a
0: day it aired or maybe the day after.
1: Because Armando, Armando is one of the first podcasts that, well, I say Armando, Paddle and Fin Network, and you've had those, excuse me, you've had those guys on and, you know, you know them real well, but Armando's specific podcast out of their network was really like one of the first that I started listening to when I started kayak fishing. And this would have been November, December, 2020. Uh, I think yeah, so December twenty twenty I think is where I really started looking at that, and so he was one of mine. And so when him he was on this, and I was on his first, like that was great being on that because he's a he's a good dude, man. He does he had Christine Fisher on today, as, or it aired today, as a really good episode. But yeah, yeah, so so going back to to like finding those folks that that fit you fit what you want the podcast to be, you you just you you found out the folks that you wanted to talk to. Right. I mean, that's what it sounds like is yeah. I want to have a conversation uh, with this person.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and sometimes it was because of the, the face side of things. And sometimes it was because of their, um, their content or their, uh, their lures that they make or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and sometimes it was, you know, they, like Randy Howe, he goes and he goes and speak, speaks at churches. Mm-hmm and um and i've I've listened to him speak before and it's like man I want him on the podcast mm-hmm. um and uh every now every time I hear it I still I still get tickled every time I hear my name is Randy Howell and you're listening to the faith and fishing podcast
1: <laughs> I that his his closing of that of the intro for that is I, like I you've heard them all but he that is you you struck gold when he said that, because that's, I mean, it is, it, it, it fits the, it fits the podcast perfectly and you sound just like him almost.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've always loved doing impressions. So um, I used to be a lot better at him than I am now, but, uh-huh. um, but yeah, I, that one's one that I keyed in on real quick just because he's got a real <laughs> distinctive voice and it's always easier to do an accent that you share. So,
1: <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. Every time I try to talk like Australian, I sound like a country British hick. I probably sound <laughs> like what a South Carolinian sounded like back in 1710.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably so.
1: Any accent I try to do. I, I sound, I'm pretty sure I sound like I was from the Carolinas back in the 1700s. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, so how in, in, in your recording, are you every other week, every two weeks? How, how do you do your frequency on recording?
0: Uh, so right now I am at, uh, every other week, um, so we took a break for the holidays and we're getting ready to start back up. Um, let me pull that calendar up the 18th. So two weeks from the day that we are recording, I'll have my first episode of the year up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but yeah, the, um, uh, whenever, I, like I said, whenever I first started, it was every week cause I had so many guests and, Then we found out that, uh, Caitlin was pregnant. Mm. So I, I said, uh, we're going to, we're going to drop it back down to, uh, you know, every other week. Yeah. And then Henry was born and I said, y'all going to get an episode when you get an episode.
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) And, uh, a few months ago I was, I was like, all right, I think I'm ready to start being consistent again. And it's, it's crazy looking at the analytics and seeing how, uh, the, uh, whenever you, are consistent, you have that consistent growth. Yeah. But whenever you start being all over the place, that growth kind of goes.
1: And, so. and I, yeah. And I wanted to ask this question because, you know, going back and, and listening to podcasts podcast, when I found you, <clears throat> I listened to, I pretty much started the most recent and then I'll, I'll, I'll start walking back and knowing that you were pretty, pretty consistent weekly. And then it was a little bit here and there. And then you went to consistent two weeks. Is it, tell me this, is it cons- like, Did was your viewer, your audience, when you consistently posted weekly versus consistently po- uh, posting every two weeks, is there a big difference there or is it just the consistency part?
0: I think it's the consistency part. Okay. Um, so they whenever, expect
1: it and they, they're looking forward to it whenever day that is.
0: Yeah, and so whenever... um now i i have a much bigger bigger following than i did so um so i don't know how much that has to do with it that you know the Mm -hmm. the more the more people you have sharing the bigger you get the faster at faster so um but yeah the uh the consistency i think is the main thing um and there was another podcaster that oh it was um Brad and Josh over on a final cast and said uh said something about being consistent. They were talking about on social media mm-hmm. being consistent um, leads to growth and right. I, I always kept that um, kept that in mind. so yeah, it's uh definitely uh, I, I th- that consistency man it it makes a huge difference
1: and And thus regardless if this podcasting with no video or if you're doing Instagram or YouTube, the consistency part is what you hear the folks that are successful always preach. They're just, just do it, put out the best content you can put out and do it as consistently as you can. And and they, they talk about that. And so you for, for us, we, we stick to the, to the weekly stuff and it's sometimes this (laughs) is, a little under the gun because we record on Tuesday bless you we record on Tuesday or Wednesday mostly Tuesdays every now and again we have to sneak a Thursday in <laughs> but that this podcast will podcast this episode will drop Friday we record on Tuesday and it drops that Friday and, and we, we tried to get ahead a couple of times and, and we're like, golly, you know, we kind of lost some of the luster of that episode that was drop, dropping for us. But the whole thing that we wanted to do was we wanted to know that Friday morning when people woke up, Bass and Brews was going to be in that that feed in their queue to listen to the podcast. Right. And I think you get, you start to get folks that, that you know, we start to train them, right? <laughs> they start to look That's for right. that podcast on that day. and I think, I believe that anybody can go off and create content, audio, video, whatever it is. They just have to get over their, their own fears. And then they just have to do it. They, you have just start doing something, but people are are afraid, right? What, you know, what if somebody says, this is trash and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a big, well, I know that's a big holdup, is that, or that's a big hold up or they'd start doing it and they're like, oh my God, only got five people listening to this. Right. But then a year later, they got 500. Right. Um, and so have you seen that kind of growth through yours?
0: Yeah. Um, the. So whenever I first started, it was rough. Um, the, there was not a lot of, in terms of listenership, it was not there. And I was, I was I would have gotten discouraged, but the very first person I talked to on the phone was Josh Carter from One Objective. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, he told me, you know, it's, it's going to be rough starting out. You're not going to have <laughs> a whole lot of listeners. He said, uh, but give it a year. Yeah. He said, "After a year, if you don't want to do it anymore, you can quit." He said, "But give it a year." Um, he said, "Because that's whenever you start getting traction." Mm-hmm. Um, and he's absolutely right. Um, that first year, it feels it feels foreign. You you think, "Oh, I'm used to standing up in front of people at church. I'm okay." Um, but then you start talking to somebody on the phone. It's like, "Well," uh, <laughs> I mean, you can go back and listen to my interview with Chad Hoover. It was the first the first guest area interview yeah. um, that that aired, and I literally looked at my my notes and I said, uh, "Next question." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was following. So you a were script. like the
1: Ron Burgundy of, of the podcasting. Whatever was on <laughs> that paper, that's what that's what we reading
0: had nothing to do with what Chad just said. <laughs> but it's like, well, this is the next question. So this is what we're going to talk about. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, Chad, have you ever fished out of a kayak? Yeah, yeah, I fished out of a kayak. Great. Next question: <laughs> Have you caught a fish? Out of... <laughs> That's not yeah. what happened. Y'all. Uh, no, just, it just wasn't. But, blood. but yeah, but it is.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I tell you, I want to, I want to encourage y'all that if, if me and my lack of charisma can do this. Anybody can do this.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, it's not a, you know, charisma, charisma's great, right? It's engaging, but you, you, it's the, it's the way that you conduct an interview is, is what draws people in, right? Because now if you were right. just, if, if you were just sitting here talking for an hour to yourself, Ain't a lot of people that would probably want to listen to that, right? Right. But it's how you conduct that interview. And Josh from Dark Waters, I used to call him the Oprah of kayak fishing podcast. <laughs> and he used to always be like, Oh, yeah, thanks. And it, but I was for real because you list Oprah's one of the greatest interviewers to have ever lived. She could get people to open up and talk about personal stuff and be emotional. And we know we talked about this on the last episode with Frankie and I've talked about it a lot <clears throat> when it comes to like creating content people want emotion they want to see you in pain they want to see you in happiness they want to see you fail you know they want to see you win they want to see this this um, they don't want to see necessarily your emotion they want they want to receive some type they want to have some type of emotion watching you get hooked in the face with a treble hook right so Josh Josh had Josh talked to people and the way he talked to people, they became engaged during the podcast. And and you got to that you could see him sit back and relax a little bit. He was just really good at that. And um I always say he's like, Man, you know a damn Oprah. And then he left us high and dry. Damn you, Josh. Um on on what you're what what are you looking to build where how are you looking to to go from here are you looking to add some video in are you i know you know when you and i fish together you took some really really good photos of me and i know you want to do some some wildlife and outdoor photography but for faith and fishing podcast where where are you taking that
0: that is a fantastic question so this started as i just wanted to give uh Fishermen from all walks of life, a platform. Oh, time to, out now.
1: Time out now. Down here at the Bass and Brews Fishing Podcast, we call them fishers or anglers. Because ain't never heard nobody talk about, I'm a hunter man.
0: So no, why,
1: if you but I tell you man, what. I I know where you're going with this, but yes. <laughs> fishers up the Yeah. In. Yeah.
0: Well, no. I was just gonna say uh, um, next time your power goes out and you look out the window, see the guys up on the pole, you tell the liners, "I said, hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will." And, and hey, Lone Star kayak fishing, if you're listening, you ain't no lineman no more. You a liner. Matter of fact, I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send this shit right now through our our text. Keep keep talking where you're gonna be taking this while I seeing Lone Star this. <clears throat>
0: But yeah, I just want to, I'll, I'll say anglers. I just wanted to give anglers a, a <laughs> platform to just be able to talk about the stuff that they're not allowed to talk about everywhere else. You know, religion is one of the three things you never talk about. So just wanted to, um, give them a chance to, to share what it is that they believe no matter what that is. Um, so, but at, at some point you got to grow. Um, so this year what I'm going to do, um, the first Tuesday of every month, starting in February, I'm going to be doing faith and fishing live, um, where I'm just going to be doing a, a topical, um, y'all, y'all get on Instagram. Tell me what it is that y'all want to hear. Uh, we'll do Q and a, we'll do all kinds of stuff. And, um, so we're going to do that. Uh, I, I would love to get some video stuff going. If nothing else, I've got to get some video stuff going from my sponsors. Um, okay. but, um, but yeah, I would love to get some video stuff going. I'm a I'm good at audio editing. Mm-hmm. I am not good at video editing, and video editing takes forever. So I'm I am gonna do my you. best. But
1: <laughs> I told you when we started this podcast, this ain't live, but we ain't editing shit. <laughs> like, what you what what happens in this video every time we gotta go take a tinkle break. Or, you know, whatever happens, you knock your stuff off the desk, whatever. <laughs> that's what everybody else is going to see is that. We, yeah, yeah. But the, again, that's who we are. <laughs> We're okay with that. You have to be okay with yours. You know, I've had, we've, we've got some hook set guys and then a bunch of other folks that I follow that do their live stuff solely through Instagram. And they've had really good success and really good engagement through Instagram with that. Um, so, th- you know, they don't even worry about the YouTube or the Facebook side. And matter of fact, uh, all the live stuff I watch, I don't want to have anything to do with Facebook live. Like I like the YouTube live aspect of it. And we've done a couple right. shows with that, but for ease and for it to kind of be just that, that, Hey, buddy, buddy thing. They they've really had some a lot of success and really like the Instagram live stuff and that that would be like hooked up North Lone Star Steve O Lockwood like those guys do those live Instagram shows.
0: yeah there's a lot of people that do and um yeah. I've I've definitely uh, reached out to a few of them and um, Instagram is going to be where I start with the live stuff mm-hmm. okay. cool
1: that's the easiest man.
0: Yeah. Um, And what I'm going to do is I'm going to record it and put it up on the podcast um, as a as a bonus episode once a month. Um, So that'll be a little extra content. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to mess around with any of the other live stuff quite yet. I'm going to get comfortable with live. And if I feel like, you know, this is uh, this is this is worth pursuing and, you know, I've got a, uh, I, I end up with a sponsor that is willing to pay for the stream yard fees. Maybe I'll, uh, <laughs> maybe I'll do that. But yeah, yeah so right now, um, Instagram is going to be where, where I'm doing that. So.
1: And you've um, got a good Instagram following. So, you know, this is a good place for people to get engaged in there. So absolutely. And you're going to do that once a month, you said?
0: Yep. Uh, right now, uh, first Tuesday of every month is the, is a plan for that one. So and that's going to start February. I think February first is the first Tuesday.
1: So okay, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, that's going to be also. Awesome. Are you going to have a guest owners Is it kind of going to be just bringing people? Excuse me. And just you can be bringing people in and out. How are you planning on working that?
0: That is a fantastic question. Um And. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, it's going to depend on what I am able to record from my computer without it, without it messing everything else up. Um, so, um, so right now, um, the first episode isn't going to have a guest unless somebody, um, is, Unless it just it just happens.
1: <laughs> well, Kim, uh, you know you get, you, you yeah. have viewers and they can ask to join and you right. can invite them in, and so that's one of the great that's, things about that's Instagram. How it goes, yeah, exactly. So. That's why the Instagram so fun and cool is is you can be as interactive as you want it to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're that's going to be one of those things that we we throw stuff against the wall, see what sticks. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna uh, just kind of play it by ear um and we're gonna we're gonna see what happens we're gonna fish for what bites
1: <laughs> that's right well you know you, you don't know what they bite unless you throw in i mean if you don't know what they bite you just start throwing what you got that's right and so you know when when they nibble on something and when they take something down that's when we'll figure it out
0: absolutely
1: so that's the evolution you kind of look into in the podcast where. Is do you see this as something bigger for you, or is this, or, or are you happy just having this is is a as a hobby in addition to to your fishing and stuff like that? So, is this is this just a hobby that you want to keep and grow to to just have this little baby hobby thing that you raise with, you know, with you or? is it something bigger potentially in the future for you?
0: Right. So I would love, I would love for this to end up being something more than, than just a podcast. Um, and I would love to build the faith and Fishing brand into, um, into something that, you know, maybe the stars align and this ends up being a, um, a full-time gig. Uh, I would love to, to do this as my, like, uh my job, you know, grandpa Steele always said, if you love what you do, you never have to work a day of your life. And this would be one of those things where it would feel like I wasn't going to work every day. Um but yeah, so I, I would love for that to uh I would love for that to be the uh the case, but if it only ever ends up being this, you know, I'm I'm happy with that too.
1: Yeah. Well you know that's interesting to be able to the want to do that, um, because like r- right now and Alex is gone, so we ain't planning nothing.
0: <laughs> my right. goal,
1: my goal was to bring people on and record once a week. And I, I don't know. I think we talked about this on his going away episode. He's like, he's like, hey man, you know, if you want to take this down to like once every two weeks or something, and I was like are you firing me? (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of, we were texting. And so I kind of made it sound like I was upset that I was doing a shitty job and this and that. And I was like, you know what? I just quit. And he saw really wait, hold up, hold up. (laughs) But I told him, I was like, no man, we, we built this. He built this, but you know, we've been doing weekly and that's what we wanted to keep it at and to grow it in that area. But to, Like I don't have any, I don't, I don't want, I don't want this to be a full-time job. Not what I I love to do this full-time. Yes. I don't necessarily see it. So for you to have that vision to say, I can take this from once every, you know, twice a month, once every two weeks to turn it into, you know, a network where we're doing video, we're doing podcasting. Maybe you're, maybe you're doing fishing videos. Uh, maybe you're doing on the water live fishing with with people out there, whatever it may be. Right? I tell you yeah. one
0: thing. Well, I shouldn't I shouldn't give out my ideas so that somebody goes and steals them. So I I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, well, you know, you think about it, and if you can tell the idea without giving the idea away, then we can talk about it. But like to have that vision and that drive, that's what creates the creativity. For you to then, how how do I do this? But the, what what that starts to do is it starts you forget the fear. If I do this and it doesn't work, then it's not like shit. You know, I failed. No, it's like okay, well this was dumb. How do we what what's the, what's not dumb? Right. right. You when when you mess something up, you're like, well we ain't doing that one no more. What's the next one we gonna do? So I think having that mindset for you is really going to help you drive to to achieve that goal. If you're willing to step out that comfort zone and start doing video because podcasting is great, but we all know if you really want to take it to the next level, you got to have a video.
0: That's right. I've already stepped out of my comfort zone so many times with this and might as well just keep on uh-huh. going.
1: Did you interview Jimmy Houston? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Man,
0: I, every day it seems like I I text somebody or something that I've I've met through the podcast and it's like I can't even believe I've got them on my phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so when you hang around friends or family you are like, hey guys, I'm just texting Jimmy heck Merry Christmas. I'm like, who's that? Are you is everybody's like, are you really talking about this fishing thing again?
0: Oh, oh I, all God. the time. Everybody's so tired of hearing it. Everybody's <laughs> so tired of hearing it. it so I, I I've got a couple of fishing buddies that I, I'll I'll call on my way home from work every now and then and be like, I just need to talk fishing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I'm the same way, you know. I got some folks that I like to talk fishing with and and we, we get going back and forth in between what I got going on and and I I have this group of folks because somebody one of a one of us is fishing once a week. One of us is out there on the water, and it's just like, hey, man, are you catching anything? Yes, all, we want all the details. Oh, man, what's going on? You're not right. catching anything in this. Well, have you tried this? So it's just that I, I think that's you, you're building knowledge.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So, so you're, I'm not able to go out there and fish yesterday, but my buddy Will is. I'm just giving an example because ain't well, nobody fishing yesterday. Don't worry about Carolina yesterday. <laughs> it was... It, it started out the morning, 6 o'clock that morning, or 5, actually 5.30 that morning. It was 61 degrees, and by uh, 3 o'clock that afternoon, no, by, what, 1 o'clock, the wind was blowing 25 miles per hour. Where it was 37 degrees and snowing.
0: Yep. I was fighting <laughs> fighting leaks at work all morning with all the oh, rain shit. and the wind.
1: In the bookstore? Then- you can't have no leaks in the bookstore. <laughs>
0: I, every time we have a windy rainstorm, whether it's a tropical storm or whatever yesterday was, um, we are, we have issues with the windows leaking, uh, no, w- whichever way the wind is blowing. So, um, I've been yeah, yeah, going I, back and forth with the waterproofing guys for three years now.
1: So i I used I was in construction and and did some facilities maintenance with with a big commercial building. And when we would have rains like that, there would be leaks in the building. And we could never, we could never, years, we could never figure out where it was coming from. It wasn't the windows, but we were, we did all kinds of stuff with the parapet wall and the top cap. We did all kinds of, and could not figure it out. My my theory was that when the wind was blowing sideways into the brick, it was leaking through the brick. <laughs> but yes. That's all I could guess. But anyway, we, uh, in a bookstore, you don't want no leaks coming down. They start leaking on the books, no, man. That's
0: man, we we deal with more water stuff at that bookstore because <laughs> we're we're underneath a bunch of apartments.
1: Oh no, um, so people's toilets overflowing and seats leaking and washing machines.
0: Yep. Oh yeah every God. time somebody overflows a bathtub, we, we end up with a ceiling <laughs> tile collapsing. <laughs>
1: Well, at least with the acoustic seedling, it's soaking up a lot of water. Like you can see it before it gets bad enough to ruin books.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, there's been a couple, couple instances where it was, but most of the time we are.
1: Yeah. So you're, we got your vision for where, where, you, where you think you want to take this. What, what are the top two things that you believe are going to get you there?
0: Top two things that are going to get me there. I think the main one's just doing it. Okay. Um, And just, you know, just taking and being patient. Um, Cool.
1: I ain't a patient person.
0: Me neither. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
1: Look, I want to do it. I want to do it. And if it messes up, I'm just going to keep doing something probably similar, just enough difference that it's not the same thing, but a similar, like history never repeats itself, but it always rhymes. Right. That's kind of how I think about life. If this, if this didn't work, I'm going to do something similar because I don't want to miss a step, but I ain't patient at all. Like I'm I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alex, Alex brought me on and I'm like, he brought me on. I said, "Look, down, I'm going to tell you right now. I have the I have the greatest worst ideas you will ever hear, because I just start throwing them out there. And usually with me, I just I throw them out there. I'm like, let's do it, let's do it. But then I get somebody else is like, whoa, what about this? And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's stupid as hell. And but I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if I do some dumb shit, look stupid. But yes, getting out there and doing it." And it's not the fact of not being afraid to fail, it's not it's it's not caring if you fail. And to me, there's a difference. There's a difference in being afraid because you're tentative. And if you're tentative, then the chances of you failing are higher. But if you aren't patient, you just go at it a thousand miles an hour, and you fail. Okay, next thing, a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and That's I guess
0: true. I guess more what I would what I meant by patient is actually stubborn, you know, just not quitting like as soon as something doesn't work out the first time or the Persistent. second time persistence. There you go. That's a good word. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Persistence. Um, you know, just being, yeah, just, just doing it. And then, and then once you do it, stick with it. Um. So I, I, I don't know if that's going to be the recipe for success or not, but those are the first two ingredients I'm throwing in.
1: <laughs> well, well, at least you would at, at, at minimum you would figure out what doesn't work. That's right. Were, were you a hard headed ass little kid?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, most of us country folk are. All right, boy, don't touch that fence. All right, won't touch fence. They turn the head. What you do first thing you do is grab that fence. That's right. I grew up on a peach farm. And they used to where they filled up the the fort lifts with with um, the the gas gas tanks, and they used to come out there. And I used to always want to help and whatever. I was I don't know I was like eight years old, six years old. And it was like, all right, don't ever touch this lever. Okay, so everybody's going from the farm one day, but a few people and I'm out there looking at this lever, and I'm like, Shh. and the propane, the little Shh. propane leaking everywhere. <laughs> and shit's going everywhere, <laughs> and, and I ran. I'm like, the gas is leaking, the gas is leaking. I'm screaming, hollering, gas is leaking, gas is leaking. And it's like, what did you do? What did you just like, I stepped on it by accident, and good damn well. My ass reached down there and was like, <laughs> And then it just went everywhere. But, you know, I was that old awesome. kid, that country kid, that, um, you know, don't touch that electric fence, you know. I had to touch electric fence or, you know, some stuff like that.
0: My sister's going to kill me for telling you this but I I I can't talk I can't hear someone talk about an electric fence without saying it. <laughs> but uh so um Grandpa Steele had the creek, Granddaddy Williams had the farm. Okay. So he raised uh he he raised goats and chickens and he had geese. Um he had emus, guineas. Oh. Um, shit. He raised uh cockatiels and uh parakeets and oh my
1: god
0: and all kinds of birds.
1: We're, 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 did y'all eat the emus?
0: We did not eat the emus. He only ever had two. Um okay.
1: So he just had them as pigs. he
0: didn't he didn't raise those. He Okay. Did y'all but, eat the goat?
1: Um, you ever had goat?
0: I have had goat. I'm not a big fan of it, but what? Oh my it's, god.
1: We're, we're, it's this, okay. This is over. Podcast <laughs> this podcast episode is over. I ain't never met nobody that ate goat that didn't like it goat is delicious
0: i mean it's not bad I, it's i'll like eat the it large again mouth
1: bass of lamb
0: i i'd much rather eat largemouth bass because that's some good fish
1: <laughs> that's a that's a new uh thank you we're gonna get into that too but thank you we already agree we, we best friends now Except for the goat's good eating, man. Golly, I tell you what, I'm going to put that question on here. Alex ain't going to know about it until he listens to this podcast. I don't know (laughs) how often he gets it because he's on a ship in the Coast Guard out the Pacific West Coast chasing down drug dealers and um, illegal anglers, fishers. All right, anyway, so Grandpa Williams.
0: Uh, Granddaddy Williams. Granddaddy. Uh,
1: (laughs) Granddaddy Williams.
0: Granddaddy Williams, he had all these crazy animals, but he had an electric fence. Um, and it, it wasn't a big electric fence. It was just a one stretch of it that was, um, to keep the, uh, whenever the goats were going down the hill to keep them on the path instead of falling down the, the hill. There um, but my sister got a hold of that thing. So I guess I should preface this, but I was playing a prank on my mom and decided I was going to lock her in a goat pen. <laughs> I locked her in one of the goat barns.
1: <laughs> That's not a so, prank, dude. That, you... You must have been I don't know what you thought you was doing right there but you done fucked
0: up. Amen to that. <laughs> um, but my sister started screaming and my mom ended up breaking out of that goat pen and went running down to the electric fence and my sister so with alternating current whenever you grab a hold of it it grabs a hold of you. Right, right. And you can't let go. So she's holding this thing and she keeps hitting it, telling it to stop. <laughs> and she's screaming and hitting it. And everybody, everybody still tells that, that story and laughs about it to this day. But that was every time I hear an electric fence, that's a, that's the first thing my mind goes to.
1: Well, we, since I've been a part of this podcast, we done talked about some country shit on here, but I'm going to tell y'all <laughs> what <laughs> this, this is, this is classic gold country I locked my mama in the goat barn as a joke and when she she kicked the door she kicked down the the side of the goat barn and ran out and we and my sister grabbed the fence and couldn't get I mean (laughs) (laughs) well I tell you what see this is what I love you can let loose at Bass and Brews fishing podcast you can let loose and just you if you want to be country you can be country if you want to yep. be Canadian, you can be Canadian. If you want to be whatever Lockwood Fishing is, you can be whatever <laughs> Lockwood Fishing is.
0: Yeah, but yeah, um, the, that's that's one of the uh, that, that's the first thing I think about whenever I hear an electric fence man. <laughs> I, I
1: Stop. Stop.
0: I, I still see it in my I s I still see it in my mind's eye every time.
1: <laughs> Did your mama whoop your butt after that.
0: Yeah, that was uh that was a <laughs> rather regular occurrence. She always said that it uh it worked on you because it hurt your feelings, but it didn't phase your sister a bit. It just made her madder.
1: <laughs> Older or younger?
0: Younger. We're, mm. But we're only sixteen months apart, so we might as Ooh. well have been twins.
1: Yeah, you might as well have been twins. That's smart, though. Get it up out the way. <laughs> you do you have any other older, older, younger siblings? No,
0: just the two okay. of
1: us. Okay. So y'all, y'all pretty much then y'all grew up together. Then yes, y'all we were did. Close enough. Yeah. Okay. Does she fish?
0: Nope, she does not. She she would fish every now and then with Grandpa, but down at the creek. And she's um, like on a couple of youth retreats down at um, mm. um, Camp Donnelly. Uh, she would sit on the pier and and hold a fishing rod. And accidentally, she she accidentally caught an eel one time. And that was about the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> Look, um, so Wild Bill from at Hoodlums was fishing. <clears throat> I can't remember if it was Chronic Trips, the Jigs and Bigs Chronic Trips or... Uh, the other online monthly that they do, but he caught an eel and measured it and submitted it.
0: How do you get an eel to stay still long enough? Oh,
1: that's I, I'm I'm seeing this because he, he posted on his Instagram page and I'm like, is this a damn eel? I'm like, <laughs> how in the hell? It, I mean, it's like laid out on, on a catch board or whatever board he's using and he's got <laughs> Look, that dude caught like 50 different species whatever month that was but he sure shit submitted an eel
0: wow that's that's ridiculous i, <laughs> I i'm sitting here thinking he must have killed it and that's the only way you can get him to stay, sit still and even then sometimes I, they my, still move
1: well not only that like how did he touch Anything after touching that eel, <laughs>
0: because oh, look,
1: man. catfish are slimy, right? But you can you can wipe you can wipe that off, right? And eel, you wipe it off, it's and like, it just gets slimier. It's like... <laughs> I, know, right? I was just it's great Look at Wild Bill fishing; it would have been this summer sometime, but he sure as shit submitted an eel and caught it. That's crazy, and he in the that is... country.
0: <laughs> That's insane. <laughs>
1: So, Cam, we, we kind of talked about your journey um, into the podcast and to where you are now and to where you want it to be. And, and you see that you need to bring some, some video into that. Is there anybody that you're, you're, you're looking at or somebody that kind of fits who you are and your personality and what you want it to be? Is in, in in the example I'll give you is like kayak catfish. If you watch kayak cat catfish, I talk about him all the time on this podcast. I was just like, oh my God, whatever. But the guy <laughs> creates, you know, he creates really good content. He he is educational in what he's doing in every video. His commentary is second to none. Um Greg Blanchard does good great commentary in his videos. So it makes when they're not catching a lot of fish, it still makes it entertaining and educational. So, like, he's one that if I ever actually start doing something with the hundreds of hours of me fishing video, um, even though mine would be ex, you know, extra orative for for either bleak <laughs> out. but side note. But is there somebody that you, you're looking at that you're like, I want to kind of base my video venture off? Hmm.
0: that's a hard one because most of the stuff that that i watch i'm i'm watching to to learn something Mm -hmm. but um, as much as i love teaching i am i don't know that i'm a good enough angler to be able to be qualified to give people advice.
1: <laughs> but that's not what I'm talking um, about. Though. We're but, talking about you creating video content for the podcast. So interviewing people or having conversations with people or fishing, you know, me and you going fishing and just fishing and whatever it is. So I, I will tell you this, like I've got a lot of fishing knowledge, but I, I, I'm not really into creating content to teach people. I mean, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I've got all this content. I haven't put it out there, but that's here. That's a whole different rabbit hole to go down. But, but I'm asking you from not not you going out fishing and telling people, oh, you need to throw this the net rig and work it this way to catch a fish. But there's we can go find five million of those videos. What I'm asking. Is what what is the content, the visual content you want to put out for Faith and Fishing to to get you to where this is your full time job? Do you, does that make sense now? Like, what what is it the does. video content you want to make? Um.
0: So I would love to do something you know, out on the water, faith based, kind of. Um, I don't want to say doing devotionals, but something along that line would be pretty cool. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, if if I had to say someone to kind of model after some, I don't know, if you, you ever watched the Catfish and Carp YouTube channel?
1: You know, it, it's been a very long time. Yes, I had watched some videos, not recently, but years and years ago.
0: He hasn't he hasn't done a whole lot this past year. He, I think he's he's mainly um, focusing on his his uh, his kids' YouTube channel now, trying to help mm. them. Uh, I think they're the outdoor boys, but he's got this kind of awkward mentality. It's it's fun. It's that kind of like his kind of stuff would be would would probably be the closest I can think of of what my kind of what my style would probably be. It's not it's not the it's not like a, a movie production or it's not going to have a whole bunch of drones flying over and B roll and all that stuff. It's, um, (laughs) we we go
1: go fishing, we catch fish. We talk about catching fish and then that shit ends.
0: Well, you, you go out and you just be yourself on the water and you film yourself doing it. Right. And that's whether you, whether it's, whether it's fishing, whether it's talking about other stuff on the water, whatever, you just go out and be yourself and put that out there.
1: And so I'm looking at my phone because when you said faith-based and out there fishing with, and, and doing, you know, with what your podcast is, I was like, huh, this, what it sounds like is you need to be the uh, Jeff Hepp of the Central Carolina Fishing uh, Club, uh, club program what do you wanna call it and the central uh, kayak anglers so you know we've got two kayak entities right competitive entities here but oh, what what better way to 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 get into that that aspect of so you you're covering fishing you're covering competitive fishing you're you're getting the face side in by being the chaplain of, of those two Man, we're right here. We'd be welcoming, I'm sure.
0: That, hmm, that is definitely something to 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 get stirring around up there. You you've got my wheels rolling now. You Eric Nelson, turning.
1: if you're listening, I hope you are. If you're not, I'm gonna push you over in the water next time I see you. <laughs> Mitch, I know you listen every now and again. Like this this is an opportunity for for all of us to kind of expand in, into sure, what we're doing, sure. but you know we've got we've got two great entities here, and it does both. And so, you know, if you think about it, you're you're able to create some fishing content, some maybe a little bit of competitive fishing content, and and still blend everything in with the fellowship of what kayak fishing is. And let's be real is is that kayak fishing right now? I think it changes another wormhole but i think it changes in the future but right now it's a very close knit community of people that that would just like to hang out
0: yeah for sure i'm you you definitely give me something to think about there i i um i hadn't thought about it like that but i'm i'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna have to think about what that would look like, and then and then get a hold of some people.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different things you can do. I can't remember off the top of my head which trail series it was, but the, one of the National Trail Series or Great Day. I can't remember now. One one of the folks always would do a a, a blast off prayer. For, for folks there and it would be at the ramp. Maybe it was cute. I can't remember. But anyway, you got, you're local and you can make yeah. it happen. So now you can come fish, you can do some competitive fishing. And then go you know, from a, the content creation side, you're, you're creating some content on for fruit you know, that, that kind of fits into what you want to do. Not kind of it. Do, you can make it fit into what you want to do. Right. Yeah. That's the sure. important for part. Sure. I mean, content's content. Now, what do I do with that content? If I don't catch fish that day, is it trash, <laughs> or is there something in there somebody can learn from? And on your on your podcast, you always talk about learn learn from my mistakes. <laughs> 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 and, and it's and I love that episode because you give like so you did the the learn from my mistake where you you had ratchet straps on your kayak because you car top, yeah, and so yep. you car top your your your. In the summertime, and ratchet it down, and you ended up with four indentions
0: on yeah, your kayak,
1: yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, it's those things, and then um you didn't do what when we were fishing, we lost the you lost you didn't lose the rod. We we for a momentary period were unable to locate the rod, which we located right later. But what was the what was the one you did for that? Because it wasn't the ro- oh. was equipment maintenance
0: yep yep so um with savior outdoors so this is um this is one of their gear retrievers um but they they make these for the the rod uh so what happens is so in here there is a, a pressure sensitive filter water gets in through the through there and it sends the the float up to the top whenever you drop your rod or whatever this is attached to so um the, uh, that, that pressure usually it's about five feet or so is whenever it, it's almost instantaneous. It, it gets water in there. It works just like a, a inflatable PFD. Right. Um, whenever it's shallower than that, it has to, um, water has to seep in through right. and so it, it'll, it'll eventually get in there. Um, now there's a spring in here. To once once that um, once that salt dissolves and pops out, that spring is what lifts that float out. But what what they found uh, this year, um, and I was one of them. Those of us who store their uh, their yard their rods in a in a really hot place, um, like my shed, in the summertime, um, that spring pushes and ends up making a seal. So in shallow water like we were in, um, there's not enough pressure to get in through that pressure-sensitive filter. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, uh, if you've got a Savior, every now and then, um, just kind of blow into it like that. If, if air goes into it, um, you're good to go. If you can't blow into it, you just pop that off and then pop the filter out. There's a screw just put maybe a half quarter turn or something just enough to loosen it just a tad, you blow into it, air goes through, you're good to go. Um, so I was not doing that. Um, and so I dropped my rod in the water and I was all confident and cocky. I sat there and, and it was waiting and 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 waiting. It's like, man, that float must have got caught under the weeds or something. I'm not gonna get that ride back, so I went over and sulked. And uh,
1: so, y'all, let me t- let me tell you the the part that he's leaving out. So we're fishing together in this. It it it's not even it's a, it's a pond. It's a pond.
0: It's what it seventy five acres, if that.
1: It ain't even a big pond. And so, you know, I the way I fish, I don't I can't I don't sit around people like uh I, I fish I fish like a. I fish like a chickabee chet on methamphetamines. I don't even know what that <laughs> is, but I hear whenever, I hear Bobby uh, and Sean talk about it up in in Connecticut or somewhere, wherever they are up yonder in the Northeast.
0: Whenever you anyway, hear someone talking about going fishing with Paul, what they really mean is fishing the same body of water on purpose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but so I'm fishing, and I can't remember what happened. We we started we text back and forth because I'm on the other side of the little pond. He's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm kind of over here sulking. I lost a ride, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, did you did you mark? He's like, oh well, I didn't bring my I didn't bring my graph because yeah, my, my, battery yeah, so my battery was dead, so he didn't mark work. it. And, and so I'm like, well, crap, man, let's go find this ride because he you said I lost it in like five foot of water. I was like, oh, we could find this. So I go to where he is, y'all, and this happened like an hour. Before he actually told me, and so <laughs> he's on the other side of the lake and we got to go back and we spent a good, what, 30 minutes searching for it. Yeah, and finally, like you stuck, you stuck a rod into water and poured it up.
0: Man, it that
1: crazy, man.
0: That was, uh, but I, my question, I was not expecting time. that to happen at all.
1: Well, I wasn't either. But time out. Why the hell wouldn't you call me over there when it happened? <laughs> not, not like an hour later after you done moved to across the other side of the lake. Jesus. Yeah.
0: You know, usually country folk are, are better about asking for help than that. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, They're usually like, be like be calling like, everybody. Like, Damn, I, lost, I lost the pole. Why didn't you call me over there? Man, you were I didn't want to bother you. You was having so much <laughs> fun fishing over there. Like, did you catch any fish? No, I ain't got a bite all damn day. <laughs> it's like, well, you still were having fun. I didn't want to bother you and ruin your fishing trip by coming to taking you over here to look for my fishing pole that I lost. And you know what? It's okay because I'm gonna get me a new fishing pole for Christmas. It's probably not gonna be as much. It's probably but you know. That's, that's, that's how it is. I didn't want to bother you, right? Yeah. Country folk—they're though country, country I ain't want to bother you.
0: Yeah, there you go. Craziness. There you go.
1: Call me over there a damn hour later. We could have found that pole quicker. And then I have to leave. I'm like, Bo, the fish ain't going to start biting until like 2 o'clock. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, it's a late bite. <laughs> what happens at 1.30? What do you do at 1.30?
0: I send you a text message with a picture of a five pounder <laughs>
1: <laughs> in in the area that we, we kind of went yep. before, before I left, we congregated in this area because it looked good. I had seen a, a, a big school of small fish. So we knew they were in that area. It was great structure, you know, deepest part of one of the deepest parts of the lakes with a Creek channel Great area to be. And this dude, a five pounder, what like a two and a half or three pounder?
0: Um, it was it was maybe a pound and a half, maybe two.
1: Oh my gosh. Don't yes, yes, Paul, it was eight (laughs) pounds. But anyway, but that five pounder was a beautiful fish. Yes,
0: it was. I was I was you know how in the because it was cold that morning. It was it was but, yeah. Like I, in the I did twenties, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, it's like twenty five degrees, I think. Because I did I did a a video that morning because y'all I fish in crops with no socks, and so to get the Hobie in and out the water, I have to get into the water up to you know, halfway up my calves, and so I don't wear shoes. And so I'm in the water and I take the video, but yeah, it was, it was cold. It was like 25 degrees up, 26, 28 degrees somewhere in there. cold for North Carolina.
0: So whenever it hit, it didn't feel like it was a, it was a big one. And, um, eventually. D 6
1: uh, right? if I yep, remember Yep. Correctly. Yep. Um,
0: and I got it to the point where it jumped out of the water. I was like, Oh man, I need to start being more careful because <laughs> I was horsing it in and, um, but yeah, it was it was a beautiful fish, beautiful
1: yeah, it fish. Was. Yeah, so so y'all, let me tell you, we we had we gonna meet at the lake at whatever time it was. I can't remember seven o'clock. I get there, I unload, I get my boat into the water. And I'm like, well, I guess Cam ain't showing up today. <laughs> this dude showed up like two hours later <laughs> than what we said we were gonna meet. I'd I'd already caught two or three decent fish, little fourteen, fifteen inches, good little fish. This this pond has some really pretty fish in it. And then no you, and then he ends up showing two hours late and catches the five pounder after I leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Getting up early isn't as easy as it used to be. Now that uh, now that we got oh, a well, little right one up in the right middle then of the it night. would
1: have been a eight and a half month old too, not a ten month old.
0: Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was my birthday biggin'. That was another thing I didn't even tell you it was my
1: birthday. <laughs> yeah. No, holy shit! Yo, hold hold. Look, a lot of people know me. I love to send out birthday texts. In, in, like my, I love to say happy birthday to people. We talk and we talk and we fish together all day. He tells me it's his birthday like that night. I mean, I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me then? But obviously, you know, Instagram, it ain't like Facebook where your birthday's there and it tells you. But yeah, he tells me it's his birthday. Was it that it was like the next day, I think, or that night yeah. the next day.
0: I, I think I posted something on Instagram like it uh and oh, called yes. it birthday that, big and and you were like, yeah. "It was your birthday?"
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, he didn't, he still didn't tell me. I had to go, "It was your birthday? We went fishing on your birthday, and you didn't tell me." I mean, at, I could have at least push you into water for your birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> so Tell us real quick, tell us about your wife's pottery business.
0: So, um, it's called porch dog pots. Um, and, uh, so she's got a website porchdogpots.com. She's porch dog pots on Instagram. So it's functional ceramics. Um, she's got, um, uh, what she calls the doodle mugs. Um, gave one of them away for, uh, for our podcast, uh, Christmas giveaway. It was the Christmas themed big mouth Billy Bass. I don't know if you ever saw the the Christmas theme one that had a, the hat and the jingle bell on the tail. So whenever mm-hmm. it shook its tail, it made the jingle <laughs> bell. So this is one of her one of her cups. Um
1: yeah, nice. I saw you drinking of that earlier. Yeah. Um Ooh, I got a cup. I want to see if she can make the greatest coffee cup ever. I got from a lighthouse in North Carol or South Carolina. And I broke the cup. And I, I ain't gonna lie. I was I was angry. I went through stages of depression. I was angry. I was more angry. I was sad. And then I was angry again and I blamed people who weren't even there. <laughs> and then I was sad. And then I messaged the cup had enough that I could see who made it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we you whatever." So they got angry again. But anyway, we need to talk. I want to see if she can make that cup. So
0: yeah, for sure. But um, so
1: she porch does porch dog pottery.
0: Porch dog pot. She makes uh, mugs, cups, plates, um, spoon nice. rests, all kinds of of just functional stuff. And she she mixes her own glazes. And so all the colors is stuff that she's she's made. Um, it's uh, I, I do whatever I can to support her. I tried doing uh, pottery once, and I said. <laughs> I'll be heavy lifting and I'll I'll help you out with markets and that's about it. <laughs>
1: so so y'all ain't having no ghost episode where you're behind <laughs> her making. Um.
0: So it's funny whenever I was on um paddle and fin, they asked the same question. Uh, yeah. She listened to it later and she was like, <laughs> she said, clay's too expensive for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn we know you war <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well all right so um that's good check that out i want to see if she can make a mug for me and does she do any fishing stuff like is there is there any like collaboration with with what you do or in the fishing community with what she does
0: um not really. She's got a few fish-themed um, stuff. I can let me go grab one real quick. It's right there. Okay.
1: So while he goes and grabs that, we're in monologue Paul mode, and monologue Paul mode is a time that we reflect on the on the things in the past that happened that happened in the past and because we don't necessarily remember what happened in the past, but we know that it happened. We don't care because in the now what was in the past didn't happen unless we wanted it to. So he's back now. My monologue's over. He's got to get his ears on. So show, show us some, some of it. Oh, uh, there we go. Show, show us, show us what you ain't got.
0: All right, so this is uh, this mm. is one of her doodles for the the fishing, yeah. but um, but yeah. So um, and then, like I said, for Christmas this year, she did one of the big mouth billy bass Christmas ones, <laughs> and just um, this is another yeah. like just kind of
1: nice. Oh
0: bugs. yeah. So and it's a. Like, that's that's a good size mug right there. You know, you you want a good – I got big hands, big, big handle with big mugs. So plenty of coffee, plenty of beer, whatever it is I mean, you want to put in there.
1: Ain't worse than, than getting a hot mug of coffee and having to put your fingers on it to hold it. And as you're trying to drink it, it's burning your fingers and you end up spilling it. And now this is – see – this is why beards are safety mechanisms. <laughs> there you, you go. Hot shit down your chin. Your beard catches it before the hotness gets to your face or your shirt and breast. And so it's a safety mechanism. It acts like an air conditioner. All right, there look, dude, we have been going an hour and a half. It is time to get to the shotgun questions, which I'm not sure if I'm not even. Cupcake Coley and Alex named it this. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to get to the, are you ready for whatever these shotgun questions are? I think so. (laughs) This makes or breaks guests on this episode. We have had guests that have failed this miserably. And we've had those that have taken off like rocket ships because they answered them correctly. And without Alex being here, because me and him are so different, (laughs) we can't banter back and forth. Because that's usually what happened is out would give me shit, I'd give him shit, and the guest is sitting over here in the corner going, "What? what is, what is going on? So anyway, <laughs> we're going to start this. All right, Crocs or flip-flops?
0: Crocs,
1: 100%. Hell, That's right, Crocs, no socks. That's a hashtag, y'all, when I use it. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza, yes or no?
0: Pineapple's one of my favorite. Pizza toppings.
1: You can tell this boy grew up in the country because he ain't ever eaten real pizza before. <laughs> you gonna spend more on a rod or a reel?
0: That's a tough one because I I feel like most of my oh this is am- you
1: just got shot in the face with a shot <laughs> You got answer it. rod or <sighs> reel we 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 discussing it rod or reel rod or reel.
0: Well, so the, the No
1: Cam, no, ride or reel. It's gosh. a single it's a single answer. <laughs>
0: Real, but not by much.
1: I gave you five hundred dollars Are you buying a rod or reel. You can only spend it on one. Five hundred dollars, ride or reel.
0: At, at that point I think it's a rod.
1: Thank you. Okay. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right. In a three hour session. Do you want to catch five two pounders or one seven pounder? Non tournament, non tournament, just out there fishing.
0: Well, either way, I haven't caught a seven pounder yet, so it's going to wait, be a seven pounder. That ain't the question.
1: That ain't the question, Cam. Five hey, two pounders, seven pounder. Okay, seven pounder. Here we go. You throwing wacky or Texas rig? Texas. Interesting. Interesting. You pegging the weight or not?
0: No. I'm not.
1: I like it. I like, that's old. See, that's old school country right here. Probably a ribbon rib tail worm too. Most likely. <laughs> there we go. Red shad. All right. Slow jams or hype music?
0: If I'm playing slow jams, if I'm if I'm listening hype music,
1: I I have no idea what that means. But okay, he chose both. And we, acceptable answers.
0: If if I'm playing the music. Slogan. Oh, oh, oh. If I I'm...
1: forgot. I forgot we had we had an artist in, in our <laughs> midst. So yes, okay. Makes sense. Good, good, good answer. Are you eating largemouth bass? Yep. Spirit fingers, drop drop it down, y'all. Hell yeah. High five. See yep. country people eat largemouth bass, because you know why? Because when we grew up, we fished to eat and now if we caught big fish we still kept them we didn't eat them we just put them on the wall (laughs) but we have we have learned from them from them mistakes and here we are now all right so this is the most important question of the night by a hundred percent this is what makes bass and brews fishing podcast what it is i need because let's be real you know anglers love their sandwiches top three sandwich proteins
0: i went back and forth on this one a long time number one <laughs> and two are set but number three i went back and forth okay so fried chicken
1: oh we've never had fried chicken hell yeah let's go let's go <laughs>
0: fried chicken pulled pork barbecue Um, And so in North Carolina, barbecue means one thing that's pulled pork in a vinegar based sauce. So pulled pork and um, tuna salad.
1: Mm, mm. I'll tell you what, in my opinion, these are the three best proteins ever, ever uttered on this show. But they would rank up there with the top of anybody, even with what Alex said. At least you, you didn't say spinach or cheese like a couple other <laughs> previous guests. But it sounds like you came prepared.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I deliberated on that one. I deliberated <laughs> on it.
1: But those are great. Look, we've never had fried chicken before. Or and chia, I can't believe I you had not had fried chicken. We can't look, look, believe that. fried chicken. Mm-mm. All right, Cam. So let's wrap this up, buddy. Tell us, you know, thank all your sponsors, who you want to, you know, what what makes fishing possible for you. This is the time to shout them out and to say thank you to whoever you want to.
0: Absolutely. So um, we talked about them earlier um, and you shouted them out uh, this week on the podcast, Save Your Outdoors. Mm -hmm. Um, If you drop your stuff in the water, get it back. Um, you went fishing with me, so you know how clumsy I am. You probably heard my kayak banging around all over the pond. Um, but the, uh, yeah, they have the gear retrievers like this that will just attach to anything. They have them for your action cameras, uh, that will attach your GoPros and tacticams and all that stuff. Um, they've got them for your fishing rod and they got them for your bow fishing bows. Um, then, uh, Jade's jigs. So I'm not, I'm a power fisherman, but I am learning finesse fishermen or I'm, I'm learning finesse fishing. I'm sorry. I'm a power angler, um, but I am learning uh, finesse. They make uh, Ned rigs and stuff like this, uh, skirted jig here, um, trying to get, get used to this uh, backwards camera. Um, but uh, so they lead-free jigs. So that's made out of a tin and bismuth alloy. So it is, uh, eco-friendly. Um, it is, you know, safe to have around the house and stuff. Um, Jade's jigs and then, um, get outdoors pedal and paddle, a paddle shop up in, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, and they've got, they've got it all. Um, they, uh, one of if not the biggest kayak retailers in the state um and then we've got a couple new ones uh for this season so Mr. B Lure Company uh they make some awesome jigs and stuff so they make i think it's my favorite of the chatterbait style so instead of it being like a, a swivel or split ring or right attached to the to the head they have the blade up here on a post and what that does is it makes like a slithering motion as it goes um so it looks like it's swimming through the water and it's still got that erratic
1: that wiggle you got more of maybe a
0: it yeah it's a it's a back and forth it's more hunting motion who was that again mr b lure company were they out of uh, they are out of northern I want to say it's northern they're out of California, but okay. I, th- I think Mr. it's Northern B. California okay but they don't have the the, the the ticking of the blade against the the head, but they've got more of a of an aggressive like mm-hmm. instead of that, kind of kind of vibration and then um they make floating eye sunglasses retainers. So oh. they they don't look as comfortable as they are. They're super comfortable. You don't even know they're there unless you're whipping your head around. Um <laughs> and I mean you're not getting them off unless yeah. you you really try. And my uh this is one of my, my baby's favorite toys and he hasn't <laughs> broken it yet. My four year old <laughs> nephew gave it a shot and he couldn't break it. So there I mean we go. These things. If you have, do you break sent, it, have
1: you sent them the video to put on their website of those two those two things happening?
0: I have not. I made I made, a, uh, I made a, a deal with myself and a promise to myself that I wasn't going to pimp my kids out for for <laughs> sponsors. But, uh, <laughs> um,
1: well, but you've already you, got the sponsor, so you're you've already got the sponsor. So the kid is the kid is just part of it now
0: um but yeah i'm if you if you end up breaking it somehow they'll replace it yeah. for you they've got an awesome warranty so oh. uh those are my sponsors for this year i mean got to uh got to thank porch dog pots um my oh, wife yeah. is uh is super supportive and is um i can't thank her enough and she's the brains of the operation too she's a structural engineer for her day job so oh, um and uh, of course you know henry Got to thank my son um, for just being here. He doesn't have to do anything; he just has to be here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We're, and, we're, uh, gonna,
1: we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this again probably in somewhere between twelve and twenty-four months. <clears throat> and Henry's gonna be running around climbing up them blinds <laughs> behind you and hanging, hanging off, hanging off, hanging off the little visor thing at the top. And we're just gonna have a great time with it.
0: There you go. Um, and, I mean, got to thank God because, I mean, mm-hmm. he's the uh, he's a reason I do it. Um, and the other reason that I do it, I got to thank all the listeners. Um, I It baffles me that people people tune in. I mean, it really does. And I, I it means the world to me. It means the world to me. So, so thank you to everyone, whether you've listened to one episode or whether you've listened to them all it means the world to me.
1: All right, where where can we find you? So make sure you tell us where we can find you.
0: Absolutely. So, um, Instagram is where uh, where most of the uh, most of the stuff happens. It's uh, at Faith in Fish and Fishing Pod. Um, be sure to go over on Facebook and look up the Faith in Fish and Fishing group. Um, and what that is is that is a group of a whole bunch of anglers who are just praying for each other. Um, I try to remember to ask every, uh, every Sunday, how can I pray for you this week? Um, and we just, we share fishing, fishing stories and stuff. We just, um, trying to, trying to build a little community and it's almost turning into kind of a it's the closest thing I got to a church family right now. Um, and then, uh, you can, uh, you can check out the website. It's, it's a free one. So it's long. Um, but it's faithinfishing.wixsite.com slash podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the easier one um, is link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash faith, the letter N, fish, the letter N. And that will give you links to everything.
1: And I would, um, I would assume that if they go to your Instagram account, they can find that link tree. On your that Instagram. is
0: correct. So that the easiest correct. thing
1: to do, y'all, is to go to Faith and Fishing Pod Instagram and check out the link tree there in, in in his profile.
0: And you can listen to the podcast on pretty much any of the uh the podcast platforms you're listening on. Mm-hmm.
1: So. I'm on Apple, so
0: and we're definitely there. That's where most yep. of my listeners are.
1: Yep, yep, I hear you. We'll do. Hey man, this was awesome. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. You know, how, how we all kind of got tied together uh, from a local standpoint is yeah, part of sure. our journey. Um, you know, Alex and I aren't local and we're tied together. And to the point that, you know, he entrusted me to run this podcast while he was going <laughs> on a boat and I've only fucked it up twice. I mean, there you go. and by that, I mean, like I didn't record once and the other time I don't even know what I did, but I know I did something. But in general, we're here and he would be having conniption fits because like at an hour and five minutes, he's like, oh, my God, we look, we got to go. Like he's over here. He's like he's like a meth addict that did not get their shot. But I, I like I like this long form. And so we're going to do it until he gets back and then he can fix it. But anyway. I always
0: tell people I'm not going to interrupt you unless you tell me that you've got a time frame that I need to keep you in.
1: What I tell you, when you got to go pee, you just say, I got to go pee. Or you say, look, give me the 10 minute, the the, the 10 minute signal of we got to be done. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, man. It's great. I look forward to, to fishing with you more. I think, I think we have conjured up a way for you to actually bring your honey out there and go fishing with us in these, in these local club tournaments.
0: Well, I was I planning we, on at least a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Either, either way, but
1: I th- I think yeah, we, we've I, got a way to, to get you out there to fish with us and, always, and to be involved with us.
0: You always talk about how podcasters quit after they get done with your, with your pie, with your podcast, but here you quit. are giving me ideas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we say that roughly, but, but most people have done good. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's just it is what it is. I don't think there's any curse in it at all. Um, maybe Alex is the curse because we ain't had nobody fail or quit since I've been running this by myself. But he's the brains of the operation, so it's kind of scary, but here we are. Y'all? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. I look forward to fishing with you in the future. Y'all check out the Faith and Fishing podcast, it really is good. I I, I wish I, I a lot of times, I do a lot of driving, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I, I kind of run out of my favorite podcasts, the ones I like to listen to. So I wish you would start getting a weekly podcast up because it would feel like an hour to an hour and a half of my drive time where I wouldn't listen to podcasts I really don't care about. So uh, from a selfish point of view, do more, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we so will, uh
0: well see what we can do but it's not in the cards right this second
1: <laughs> well, well i understand you, you got a little baby in the house and they ain't right. easy they ain't easy all right guys that's a Bruce fishing podcast It's fishing with a healthy dose of fun thank you so much and we're gonna send you off with the intro <laughs>